Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is the 4th of February. Highlights today, unfortunately the market did drop 59 points today, back down to 6,765, taking a breather. Big movement today actually was the 10-year bond, which rallied to 1.22%. That is now up from the March low of 0.61%. So higher interest rates certainly starting to affect one or two of the stocks, especially stocks like Transurban, which fell 2.2%, and Sydney Airport down 3.7% as well. We have the Dow futures currently down around 45 points. We had a high today of 68.29 and a low of 67.57, so closing not far off the lows. We're now up around 100 points only since Christmas Eve, and most of that has been this week. The big bank basket slipped back down to $158.25 from $158.85, so nothing very much to get excited about there. The all-tech index dropped 0.27%, which was uh, alleviated somewhat by the rise in Afterpay, which was up 1.4% after Goldman Sachs uh, listed it as one of the stocks on its earnings surprise list. In other news today, we saw the big miners slipping slightly, BHP down 0.5%. Gold miners were really on the nose as well, with Newcrest down 2.2%, Chalice down 3%, and DeGray mining down 5.6%. Gold has dipped in Australian dollar terms to 23.87, which is a nine-month low in US dollar terms. We've talked already about those US uh, that those 10-year yields, uh, 1.22% today. Aussie dollar steady at 76.21. Bitcoin pushing up to 37.615. Asian markets slightly lower. Japan down 0.8 and China down 0.8 as well. In other stock news today, CSL continued to fall, another 1.7% down. And we did see those bond proxies under pressure with the REITs under pressure as well. And confidence was knocked somewhat by the Victorian COVID-19 outbreak with one person causing uh, serious testing issues and some lockdowns for some people in isolation. So it just shows how hard it is in terms of travel plans with uh, travellers between the states now required to uh, hit the isolation and testing if they were in one of those uh, hotspots. In other news today, two big companies disappointed the market. We saw Origin come in with an earnings guidance downgrade, uh, down to uh, 6.85% down, and AGL having problems there with its wind generation farms that they signed up to long-term contracts some time ago. A big write-off, $2.69 billion write-off, stock down 3.6%. It continues to remain very much in the doldrums, and Chris has done a good video today on stocks to watch and that stock is AGL. For those of you trying to bottom pick, probably not a great idea. In other corporate news today, as I said, we had Afterpay up 1.4% on broker commentary, that from Goldman Sachs, and the Alltech index was down around 0.3%. Big news, I guess, was Vulcan Energy. We had the CEO on a podcast a few uh, week or so ago. Uh, that had a big run today, up 14.8% after it was revealed that Gina Reinhardt has joined her son, John Hancock, on the register there. Not sure how many, but uh, they've just raised $120 million and uh, very well supported raise there. The stock up 14.8% today. 
We also saw P&I, uh, Pinnacle up 10.2% uh, today, and Nick Scarley's results were out today. Initially a pretty good result, but it then emerged that a lot of the result was boosted by the JobKeeper uh, program and uh, calls for Nick Scarley to give the JobKeeper money back. Uh, the stock ended up falling down 0.8%. Clearly that money has slipped down the back of the sofa at the moment. Amcor down 3.8% despite a broker upgrade. And on the economic front, we recorded a trade surplus of $6.785 billion, which missed estimates of $8.75 billion. As I said earlier, though, 10-year bond yields spiking to 1.22%, making life pretty uncomfortable for some. In other stock movements today, we saw Coca-Cola Amatil. There seems to be some uh, big lines of stock going through that one at the moment. Hedge funds seem to be betting on a higher offer, although the stock did close down 06 today. Calix was up 5.26%. Had a big kick at lunchtime after Adam Dawes and myself were talking about it on Koshi's show on Ausbiz. And AGL we've talked about down 3.6%. Ridley Corp though had a good day up 3.3%. Twiggy Forest has taken a 5% stake in that one. Qantas saw a small gain today up 0.21 of a percent. But Alliance Aviation was actually up 9.44% after it struck a deal with Qantas for wet lease of three aircraft. Archer Metals was up 10.29%, uh, stock code there AXE. It's uh, the keynote speaker at an IBM Think Summit. And Star Farmer, another star performer today, up 10.7%. There's uh, certainly some hopes there for its nasal spray, hoping that it can help with this coronavirus 19 uh, vaccination program. Marley Spoon also doing well today, up 8.5%. Maybe that's to do with the Melbourne lockdown. And we saw VUK, which is Virgin UK, down 5.3% after a really good day yesterday. So a little bit of profit taking there. ADO, reality sinking in there for um, ADO, which is linked with Elum, which is the company in Queensland that got the $300 million uh, contract in the US for its COVID um, treatment, and that one dropped 13% today. We also saw Core Lithium down 10.14% after its placement weighed. Clearly, we need Bevan Slattery to join the register there. And uh, Argosy Minerals, another lithium hopeful, raising money, 25 to $30 million at 13 cents. 4DS saw a director sell a bunch of shares today, uh, down nearly 7%, and raise. That one keeps on trucking. That's been going very, very well. Basking in that recent funds under management report, up another near 11% today, so doing pretty well. In terms of corporate announcements today, uh, we did see that pinnacle result up 10.2%. First half profit, 30.3 versus year ago, 13.8. Consensus was 22.1. So pretty good there. Revenue, 14.5 against 11.5 and consensus of around 12.4. So good stuff there. Tabcorp, the new chairman reportedly receptive to a takeover deal. At, of course, the right price. And Nick Scarley, we talked about those results. Underlying profit, $40.5 million versus company guidance, which was bang in line at 40.5. Revenue of 171 versus consensus of 190. But sales, 191 versus sales of 126. Does look like there are some supply chain issues there between taking the orders for the sofas and actually getting them delivered. AGL in more detail, they're recognising recognizing an asset impairment charge of $2.69 billion in its half-year results. Guidance range for FY21 underlying profit after tax 
is unchanged from 500 to 580 million, which is X significant items. So uh, it looks like AGL taking a bit of a bath on some of those long-term energy contracts to do with their wind power generation. ASX also reported January activity volatility 0.7 of a percent versus a year ago at 0.6 of a percent. Expected future volatility an average of 14.4 versus a year ago at 12.4 percent. The other big one today, Origin expects FY21 energy markets underlying EBITDA of 1 to 1.14 billion versus prior guidance of 1.15 to 1.3. It's also upgraded uh, FY21 guidance there. Several factors have materially affected energy markets' near-term outlook. Despite external challenges facing the business, operations continue to perform well. Challenging operating conditions are expected to persist into FY22. In economic news today, we had the trade balance for December surplus of $6.785 billion versus the survey surplus of $8.75 billion. Exports up 3%. Survey uh, forecast was up around 6%. Imports down 2% in line with estimates. That's all for today. Thanks very much for listening to this end-of-day report from the team at Marcus today, and have a great evening. 